Hi guys, what's up? This is Olin here, also known as MMA Anomaly, with another episode of the MMA Anomaly Show. So, um, just gonna jump right into it. In this episode, we are gonna be going over UFC Vegas 52, which happened this last Saturday, as well as the main event in boxing for last Saturday's card as well, uh, which, if you're following the sport of boxing, I'm sure you know, was Tyson Fury versus Dillian White. Um, if you did watch that fight, we'll just go ahead and jump right into the boxing fight to start off the show. Um, Tyson Fury versus Dillian White, if I had to describe the fight in a phrase, I would say it was one-way traffic. Um, White is a really good boxer. I wouldn't say that he's the most technical boxer in the world. And on the opposite side, I would say Fury is definitely one of the most technical boxers that we've ever seen, especially in the heavyweight division. That being said, the fight was finished in the sixth round. Um, up until then, though, it was Tyson basically playing with his food, is what it felt like as a fan watching. And when he finished him, it was just an uppercut from hell that sent him to the canvas flying. And of course, uh, you know, after the fight, or, or rather the next day, I believe, White came out and said that he was shoved by Fury and the back of his head hit the canvas and that's what knocked him out, or, or, or rather hurt him. Um, yeah, it definitely wasn't like the 60 or 70 other punches that he took leading up to the uppercut that, that hurt him, right? Again, I feel like it was one-way traffic. I feel like Tyson Fury was, he was slipping punches. The punches that were landing for White, they were grazing. They weren't landing right on the money because Fury is by far, again, not just in heavyweight, but across boxing in, in our, you know, last two decades, I'd say, one of the best boxers and most skilled boxers when it comes to rolling with the punches. So when he gets hit... He rolls his face, so it looks like he's getting that shot really bad, like, bow, right? But he's rolling his face with it, and as a result, he's not actually absorbing the impact of that damage. He's rolling it off. Kind of like when you shoulder roll, you'll see that fist kind of tap the shoulder. The fist just goes jarring away. It doesn't actually do any damage to your shoulder or you. You're actually negating that and loading up. That way you can land your own shot. Uh, that's one of the things that makes boxing so beautiful is the tiny little nuances that you get to see. And, I mean, they pay dividends in those fights, right? We see the same things in MMA. It's just, uh, you know, we don't see them as often, I think, because, you know, one is art and one is science. The sweet science versus mixed martial arts, right? Um, so, anyways, great fight for Tyson Fury. He also, after the fight, said that that would probably be his last fight. He's looking to retire. Um, and then Francis Ngannou came into the ring, and he asked Francis Ngannou if he had a big dick. Super weird, but super Tyson Fury moment. Um, and yeah, if you followed his career, it's not really that shocking. So jumping right into UFC Vegas 52, uh, we'll go ahead and start at the bottom of the card. I'm not going to go over all of the fights. I'm just going to go over the fights that uh, you know stood out to me personally. So first things first, we had Dean Barry going up against Mike Jackson. Um, if you know of Mike Jackson, you know that he lost to Mickey Gall faster than CM Punk did. And then he fought CM Punk and went the distance with CM Punk. So Mike Jackson has not really had the greatest UFC run in the world, but they needed a fill-in on short notice, I believe. They had him come in. He fought Dean Barry, and uh, he was losing the fight. And then Dean Barry uh, hit him in the in the nuts. He gouged his eyes by accident, quote-unquote. And... Uh, yeah, basically, Dean Barry disqualified himself, giving Mike Jackson his first UFC win. Welcome to the winner's circle, Mike Jackson. Probably not how you wanted it to happen, but hey, good for you, bud. Congrats. Jumping into the next fight, we had Tyson Pedro going up against Ike Villanueva. Um, 
I mean, if, if you know anything about Tyson Pedro, you know that he is a very fun fighter to watch. He has a lot of heart, and he's very young in his fighting career. Um, he was very young in his fighting career three years ago, the last time we saw him fight in the UFC. Uh, he has had an extremely lengthy layoff. Uh, he's faced some adversity outside of the octagon. He's had some injuries. He's had to rehab and, and come back from. And man, what a comeback. He's back in a big way. He, uh, I mean, the best way that I could describe his fight was proper, right? Like he was landing everything proper, one, twos, just snapping them, snapping them, right? And they were snapping Ike Villanueva's head back. And not only that, but when he was landing those one, twos, he'd followed up one, two, leg kick, one, two, leg kick, right? Um, and differing the leg kicks from different sides. And I mean, Ike Villanueva had no answer for it. He is a very game opponent as well. Another guy that when you watch, you know you're going to see a ton of heart and possibly a knockout uh, on either end, right? And this one was no different. Uh, he was eating a lot of damage. He ended up eating a, a shot to the leg there close to the end of the first round. And it literally dropped him down to one knee. I get it. Been there. That sucks. And when somebody hits you that hard with a really good leg kick, or rather an accumulation of leg kicks to the same spot, uh, if you've ever been dead legged, Imagine that tenfold, because that's about what it feels like, if I had to describe it. You literally can't lift yourself. You can't plant on that leg. And uh, he, he tried to push himself up against the cage. Nothing happened. Like, he, he couldn't do anything with that leg. Tyson Pedro ran up on him and just pop, pop, peppered him up a couple times. Ref had to stop it. I thought it was a very good stoppage. And uh, super happy to see Tyson Pedro back in the octagon. And I look forward to seeing what's next for him. In the next fight, we had Marc-Andre Berriault going up against Jordan, the Beverly Hills Ninja Wright. Um, I'm a big fan of Jordan Wright's, uh, but I do think that he has a couple of issues. Not necessarily his fighting. Like, his fighting isn't the biggest issue. It's his matchmaking, right? He should stay at one weight. He shouldn't take these catch weight fights. He shouldn't take these fights that are a weight class higher than he should be in. He should just have clean and proper camps, knowing who he's fighting, fighting at the right weight class, and actually getting a game plan set up that doesn't necessarily play to the weaknesses of his opponent, but more so plays to the strengths of himself. Because he has a really great striking background, and I think that if he leaned more on that instead of trying to embrace the wrestling, like the only reason that he got taken out is because he tried so hard to engage in wrestling with his opponent, and his opponent ended up submitting him. If I would have actually loved to see this fight, even though it wasn't really at his weight class, playing out on the feet. I would love to see how that fight would have played out if they would have stayed standing, but it didn't go Jordan Wright's way, and Marc-Andre Barriel put on a great performance, so good for him. Um, again, would love to see Jordan Wright stick to the, the right weight class and get just a solid camp that focuses on really embracing his striking and what he's good at while working some wrestling negating into his, uh, or wrestling defense into his repertoire, right? Uh, Kind of like a Chuck Liddell, right? Like he doesn't have the knockout power of Chuck Liddell by any means. Not trying to make that comparison. And the styles of their striking are totally different. But, or maybe a Stephen Wonderboy Thompson would be a better comparison to make. That karate style while being able to really avoid being taken down, right? So I uh, would love to see that happen. And uh, yeah, look forward to both guys' futures. This next fight was one that I was probably the most excited about. Groovy Lando Venata coming in against Charles Air Jordan. And I mean... The fight delivered, right? Back and forth. Um, probably the only time I've ever seen somebody both get choked out and get their pants taken off in the, in the middle of the cage. Definitely go back and check that out. I'll try and throw a picture up as long as they don't hit me with like a uh, violation. If I throw a picture up, 
all the rights are to ESPN Plus. Make sure you get that ESPN Plus subscription and you watch the fights every Saturday, kids. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Charles Air Jordan versus Lando Venata. Great fight. Uh, not the longest fight you'll see. So, easy watch. And, uh, yeah, definitely a good back and forth. Charles wanted to show that he has submission skills. He showed that he has submission skills. And uh, it was a beautiful one-arm guillotine, I believe. And, yeah, man. I don't, I don't know what's next for Lando. I don't know if he should stay at 145 or, or really go back up to lightweight. I think a better camp at lightweight, or rather a longer camp at lightweight, might serve him well. Uh, I don't think he looks the best when he's cutting all the extra weight to make it down to 145. I know it's only an extra 10 pounds, but, but 155 to 145, that's a big 10-pound difference. So, um, especially in fighting. So, yeah, would love to see what's next for Lando. I think a lightweight fight would be the best move for him. And Charles Jordan, I, I can't even express how excited I am about this guy's career. Um, between the Spartan kick and knocking somebody off their feet in the last second of his last fight, and choking a guy out and taking his shorts off at the same time, like, this dude is just very entertaining, to say the very least. Up next, we had Macy Barber going up against Montana De La Rosa. Uh, I really thought Montana was going to win this. I thought that she was going to come in and prove her maturity and be able to just kind of edge out a decision victory over Macy Barber, it actually proved to be the opposite. Macy Barber came in with a solid game plan, uh, flexed the fundamentals, so to speak, and I think that's why she came away with the victory. She got the decision win, and yeah, honestly, I, I still think she has a lot of growing to do inside the octagon. Um, I'm not all aboard the hype train like some people have been or were before she got derailed. And I, I think that she does have a lot of potential because she's very young and she's already so good. So why wouldn't you see potential in that, right? Uh, she's at a good camp now. She's training really hard. She's working on the right things from what I can see. And I think that if her wrestling and striking both continue to improve at the rate that they are now, that she's training where she is, I, uh, I see nothing but success for her in the future, at least up until maybe she gets to the top five because the top five of her division is uh, pretty stacked. Pretty stacked uh, against her, I would say. But we'll see. We'll see if I'm wrong. Um, if you're a Macy Barber fan, definitely let me know in the comments below. Uh, and, of course, if this is uh, if you're listening to this on one of the podcast outlets, make sure you rate the podcast, follow, and uh, turn on the notifications. That way you know when new episodes get posted. Uh, jumping into the next fight, we had a crowd favorite and a legend of the sport, Clay the Carpenter Guida. Going up against Claudio Puelas. And man, I thought, again, I thought Clay Guida was going to show his maturity and his veteranship and really pull off the win. Um, he initiated takedowns. He initiated wrestling and grappling. And it proved to be bad. Uh, Claudio ended up just getting the choke. He, or no, 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 no. He didn't get the choke. He tried to get the choke a couple of times, and Clay actually defended the choke quite well. Um, what ended up happening is actually when they were rolling in the, the you know, finale of the first round almost, uh, they were rolling, scrambling, and Claudio ended up getting his foot and pulling it across his body, basically doing a, a knee bar, right? So it's like an arm bar, but with your knee. So imagine what it feels like with somebody trying to reverse your knee the opposite way, right? How quickly are you going to tap out and be like, no, 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 fuck that. I need to walk tomorrow. So um, good on you, Clay, for tapping out very quickly. 
I hope that nothing tore because I know that that tends to happen very quickly with leg locks or any kind of leg or ankle submissions. Mostly joint submissions that happens with. Uh, so really hope nothing tore. Really hope play has a quick, speedy comeback. And honestly, as a fan of MMA, I love the fact that we're seeing these new names come in here and fight these legends. And though it sucks as a longtime fan of Clay Guida to see Clay lose, as a fan of the sport, this is fantastic for me because now I'm going to watch every Claudio Puelas fight, right? Because he took out Clay in such a phenomenal way. The technique was so beautiful. And I mean, it's going to be hard not to pay attention to this guy's career moving forward. And in the main event of UFC Vegas 52, we had Amanda Limos versus Jessica Andrade. Again, uh, your boy's not ashamed to admit when he was wrong. Going into this one, I don't know why. Looking back, I don't know why. I thought uh, Limos was going to go in there and actually win. I thought she had the range. I thought she would have the cleaner, you know, boxing, striking. Um, and even though Jessica is a bulldog, she's a little pit bull, right? She jumps in there and gets in the pocket and slams. And she throws crazy strong hooks. Um, I didn't think that she'd be able to engage and get into the, the pocket as quickly as she's, she was. Uh, and more so... I did not think that we would see the first ever uh, standing arm triangle. Like, that was beautiful. Jessica Andrade literally just, boop, sunk it up. And, and I mean, it, it, was, it was amazing, the way that she got that. You could see the panic instantly set in Amanda's face. And it, it was murder she wrote, man. She, uh, that's, that's the game of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? You're basically playing a game of I killed you. Because if Amanda doesn't tap and Jessica holds on to that, Amanda dies in there. Right? She's literally cutting off the airflow for this woman. And, and I mean, it was just, it was beautiful to see. The technique was perfect. She just stood, locked it in right from the clinch. And again, as soon as she clinched it in uh, or locked it in, you saw panic set in Amanda's face. Amanda tried to defend, but I mean, there was no getting out of there. Um, Jessica is just so strong, especially for the division. Uh, and I really look forward to seeing what's next for her. I think it might almost be time for her to get another title shot, which. I mean, it might seem too soon, but who else Who else do you put her against, right? Or maybe you give her like one more fight and then she's right back into title shot, title contention, right? So uh, let me know in the comments below, especially if you're watching on YouTube here. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, all the YouTube things. And uh, yeah, definitely look out for the next episode. It'll be coming out later this week. It's going to be uh, pertaining to UFC Vegas 53. And I also got a super dope fan question slash topic submission. And I actually can't wait to go over that in that video as well. So look out for that one. Um, do all the YouTube or podcast or internet things that you're supposed to do, please. It really helps with the algorithm and it just helps me in general uh, with knowing that you guys are enjoying the content. So thanks again. Enjoy the fights. Love you all. And uh, can't wait to see you next time. Later.